And welcome to That Park Life Podcast. I am, of course, Greg, joined as always by... Bethica. Bethica. Oh, sorry. I just talked to Beth today. Are you Bethica during live shows? No. That's, that's uh, the yeah, pattern, during, I think. The, during the live shows, that's my new thing. Interesting. Uh, my other one is Betharella. That's another nickname that I think I might bust out. Is that because you used to like sweep the floors and then all of a sudden you went to a ball and became a princess kind of thing? Maybe. Or is it like mozzarella cheese? More like the cheese. Yeah, I would think so. Um, like speaking of live shows, the episode that was before ours was a replay of our live show with Dan and Todd of the Adventure Bros, which was a ton of fun. If yeah. you missed it, um, you can listen to the audio-only version here where you're listening to this, or you can still check out the full video version of it over on our YouTube channel. You just go on YouTube and better. search That Park Life Podcast. Then you can see our pretty faces. Um, and all the really cool things that you did on our... We explored uh, uh, their TikTok accounts, and we have a guest today, and he can see us. We will not be exploring your TikTok account today. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> you're off the hook with that. But we did some of that. We played Match Game, and uh, it got a little naughty, as Match Game tends to tends yes. do. I mean, what decade was the Match Game? 60s? I think I think 70s, and it's been brought that back means- a couple of times, most recently by Alec Baldwin. Well, he oh. did bring it back. He is hosting right. it. Right. Hosting it now. Yes. Mm. Something else I've also been doing mm-hmm. is watching Disney Plus, uh, the Prop culture. Oh, nothing. I don't know if you've watched. Have you watched any episodes yet? Uh, we watched the one on Mary Poppins because it's Nicole's favorite movie. Okay, well, the whole show I thought was incredible. It's really cool because they find sometimes it's people from the movies, like actors and stuff. A lot of times it's directors and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my most favorite was getting to see. If you didn't ask me now, <laughs> I mean, you didn't ask me this, but. <laughs> Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis oh, was the in honey, uh, the, the, kids. Honey, the kids one. Because first when I looked at the um, ooh my hair. First when I looked at the list of movies, I was like, oh, I mean, some of these are like okay, yeah. But once you're watching the episodes, you're like, this is really cool that they get to see these because you're getting to see a lot of uh, places that Disney has that you would never see before, like the Disney archives. Like you yeah, get yeah. to see kind of some of the um, like, like warehouses that they the have of, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, so I thought that was really cool. But I mean, I think the only reason we're probably seeing Rick Moranis now is because he's rumored to be in the upcoming Ghostbusters movie. Interesting, Um, because he's otherwise been retired. Yeah, he has not been doing anything since all those movies that he did in the 90s. I have also retired from acting. Yes, just, have uh, you? I just want to remind everybody of that in case you're looking like for a new appearance. Jerk. Like a jerk. <laughs> you retired from that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'll never retire from that. Um, we, and like I mentioned, we are not alone today. We are here for another cast member chat. This time we've got Nick with us. Let me bring him in here. Hey, Nick. Hey. Hi, guys. Welcome back. Yes. Thanks. So, really excited to be here. Good. Okay. That makes one of us. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> I know that you've done quite a few roles at Disney. So let's first mm-hmm. let's start from the beginning. What led you to, where are you from? What led you to work for Disney? Was this a lifelong dream? Talk to us about that. Um, so I'm from Michigan originally, okay. and I grew up coming to Disney mm-hmm. since I think 2002 was the first time I came. And I we came almost every other year um, until 2013 when I learned from someone else that was next to us at Illuminations at Epcot about the Disney College program. Hmm. So I applied for that, didn't get it the first time I applied. Okay. And then I applied again, and I got accepted for a spring program in 2015, where I came and worked at 
the ABC commissary at Hollywood Studios. Gotcha. No, wait, when you were, I don't want to say rejected because that sounds harsh. When you were not accepted, did they tell you why? Um, I don't think so. I think, I remember I did the whole, like I did the online interview, then I did the phone interview, and then I think I just didn't get accepted. Okay. They don't really tell you. Okay. You went like through all that stuff and they were like, mm, maybe mm-hmm. next time. Sorry, Nick. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe by that time they probably had maybe people, but I mean, it obviously worked out because you're still with, you're still with the company, yeah, but a, a bunch I'm of things. still here. Uh, quick service at ABC Commissary is interesting. I, uh, uh, how much of that do you even remember? Is it so long? Is it, does it feel like another lifetime for you, basically? It does feel a while ago because I actually, after that program, I went back to Michigan and went back to school for another year. Okay. Yeah, I was going to ask um, how, like, where you were in your schooling. Because, I mean, is do you have to be a certain year in order to do the Disney college? For college program, you have to be, I believe, you have to be in college when you apply. But I don't think you need anything. Okay, so it doesn't matter. Like, you can be a freshman if you want to. Right. You can be in your first okay. semester when you apply, but you have to be in gotcha. college when you apply. Gotcha. Okay. And where whereabouts in Michigan? The Detroit area. Okay. Detroit, what? <laughs> right by Detroit, yeah. Went to my life, went to a wedding, um, you know, was not in the ghetto part, but okay. I wasn't in the scary part of town, I guess you could say. I didn't. There's Beth, nice parts. Beth, I didn't realize you were so street. Uh, well, I didn't know that they were like really nice parts of Detroit because you know everything that you hear about Detroit is like great. kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't remember. I'll, I'll brag town. about all the nice parts, and then I just don't talk about anything. Yeah, else. people are like, "Where's that?" And you're like, "It's, it's near Detroit." Oh, sorry, <laughs> just don't worry about it. So uh, but I will say the place that I went for that wedding that I went to, it was very nice. It was a really pleasant time. It was not Detroit. It was like outskirts, but still. And then I had nice to fly into yeah, Detroit. Maybe that's why it was <laughs> nice. So you did your mm-hmm. college program in the commissary. And you must have liked working for Disney because you decided to come back. It was a lot of fun. I won't say that quick service has been my favorite role really? with the company. I wouldn't think so. <laughs> it's it's not that great. It, yeah. But it's the people that you work with that really make it worthwhile you can see the look on i think on some cast members faces especially like really busy quick service places like cosmic rays a lot of the times you can tell the joy that they have is from their coworkers. i mean i always try to as a as a guest i always try to like at least smile at them and say thank you and try to because i could i would never be able to do that i always feel terrible at the casey's corner people that are like walking around wiping tables i'm like People are so mean to them. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know how they do it at Magic Kingdom, Casey's Corner, Cosmic Rays. Well, even when I was at ABC Commissary back in 2015, it was mm. a really busy place because we would get um, rushes after Indiana Jones, after Lights oh, yeah. Action. Like that park was the full park back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Before they closed everything. And in certain cultures, they are, or maybe in certain countries, they are used to leaving like their tray of dishes and plates and things on the table. And sometimes they come here and expect that because I know I've traveled abroad and it was like, I felt weird leaving my food on the table because that was their thing right. in there, what they would call like a quick service restaurant kind of thing. Right. So I'm guessing you, he's, the look on, on Nick's face right now, he's agreeing <laughs> with, with this concept well, of people before, leaving their food. Before I did that, um, back in Michigan, I worked at McDonald's. So oh, so same thing, just it, different... It was the yeah. same thing, just in a theme park. Just in a probably higher volume of people, I would assume. Yes. Yeah, and people are gross. Yes, generally <laughs> speaking. Coronavirus. They have, the, they have the potential to be gross. So you came back to Disney. What was your first role back as like a regular old cast member? Well, I did. So after I went back to Michigan, I actually came back and did another college program. Oh, look at in you. In the fall of 2016. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Second, know you could do more than one. Yeah. You could do, I believe, as many as you want, as long as... You're in college. Gotcha. Now, yeah. how does that work? How does that work towards credits? Um, I didn't get any credits from it. Okay, so like basically, when you do the program, you're essentially taking a semester off. 
Yeah, you can take okay. online courses through your college, your though. Cool. Okay. I was always curious about that. My brother did it, but I he doesn't remember much about it. He, uh, if I'm really honest with you, he hated his. <laughs> he did custodial, and he was like, never again. They like his roommate that he was with didn't speak English, so he just had a really bad time. Oh no! It sounds like maybe he should have done it one more time. I know, but so he did the one semester. I just wasn't sure how, like, if that's any of that's changed or how that works. So yeah, my first one, I because you can extend your program mm-hmm. up to a year or, or okay. even go part time or full time. I didn't ex- even extend it, and I really regretted it. Yeah, when I went back, well, and I feel um, like a lot of people we've spoken to that have done the college program are like, "Well, I came for the college program and I never left." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know um, a bunch yeah. of people that way. Yeah, I mean, we're we're gonna get there because that's where I am now. But <laughs> okay, okay, but you graduated though, right? Yeah, yes. Okay. So at least you graduated. All right. So what do you in your second uh, college program? So, yeah. Came back in 2016, um, and I was custodial in World Showcase at Epcot. I have a lot of questions, okay? Okay. Um, Okay. I just want to point out, though, that's what my brother did. He was custodial at the World Showcase. Really? uh, When? Oh, this was early, early 2000s, Okay. Yeah. Anyways. Um, first, I would like to get into the, the logistics of a custodial cast member because I know over the years they've relied on technology, and I'm pretty and I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is they have a phone on them where potentially they can get dispatched. So I would like to hear. This might be a little nerdy, so but I want to hear about that, this. That all started actually right after I got out of custodial. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, that was, I'm always wondering was, because every time I walk into a bathroom, someone's on a phone. Yeah. So like, Towards the end of my custodial stint with the company, that was being tested at, I believe, some of the resorts and okay. in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. And what gotcha. is the point of it? So I know now it's all across property. They have sensors in every single trash can. Mm-hmm. And then they have some kind of app on their phone that alerts them when a trash can is full. What? And then I'm not sure how it works for restrooms, but they also get an alert when a restroom needs attention. That so. is crazy. Yeah. Like, how? It, so yeah, that was completely that's completely different than how it worked when I gotcha. was custodial though. So you were out there in the elements working mm-hmm. the world showcase at Epcot. All what what time of year was this? So I got there in August, right before Food and Wine Festival. Oh gosh. So huh. all through my training, my trainer is giving us horror stories about <laughs> this this devastating festival that's coming up. <laughs> it's in a, a devastating few weeks. festival. <laughs> You're like, I'm glad this is my second time back. Love well, you guys mean it. Before I get into what it's like during a festival, what what was a normal day for you on as a custodial cast member? You know, like on a on a not festival day or maybe like before it mm-hmm. got busy. Well, as a being a CP, you work at night mostly. Okay. So you come in. So we were uh, a closer to say. Okay. okay. So you come in and you you would either be scheduled for restrooms or streets. So restrooms, you're just in charge of one or two restrooms in a certain area. Well, at World Showcase, you're it's for a whole country basically. Okay. Um, or if you're streets, then you're in charge of all the trash cans, like outside in one of the countries. Gotcha. So if you're restrooms, you just kind of, you're in charge of the restroom for your so whole let me shift. ask you a question. If yep. I were to hold up my salt shaker or trash can, would that trigger you in some way? Cause I'm doing it in the Ooh. camera right now. Yeah. He's, he's what, yeah. <laughs> starting to sweat. Yeah. What would you, would you prefer streets or restrooms? It depends. It really depended on the country and it depended on the time of year. Okay, so will you tell us what your favorite country was or <laughs> um, <laughs> or your least favorite? I really like doing Norway. Okay. okay. was my favorite. Morocco was probably my least favorite. Or Morocco. Yeah, probably Morocco. Okay. Was that just because it, they were like dirtier or you just felt like there was more bathrooms there? Like what's the, the word? The bathrooms in Morocco are a lot bigger and I just think they were a lot gotcha. more 
used more than the other ones. Yeah. It makes sense because those are like the first set of bathrooms right on that side, I think, that I could mm-hmm. think of that are easily accessible because there aren't right. any in France, right? So you, you, you come in over no. there and then it's like, boom, it's like a hot, hot spot for bathrooms. There, there's... One there's a bathroom back in the bakery in France, which okay. is two uh, companion restaurants. Yeah, that's so like it's, barely it's just, a bathroom. Yeah. So as a honestly as a Castillo cast member, those are a nightmare to oh, be I in charge imagine. of. Because <laughs> there's always a line for them, and since they're just two separate rooms, you have to like, hey guys, oh, I gotta go in here and clean, and then they yeah. get all mad at you because they've been in line for ten minutes. Um, let me tell you, I had a little taste of that when I worked at Starbucks. People would get so mad when we would close the bathrooms. I'm like, we have to, we have to clean them. Like, calm down. And they're like, this is an outrage. It's, like, yeah, it's part of the job. So we would even block the doorway. People would walk over the signs and we're like, literally, I'm standing in the bathroom cleaning it. I'm not going to move. So you can come in here. Like, I don't understand. I know some of I listen. I don't I know some people are uncomfortable talking about pee and poop. So this is my only pee poop question. OK, um, <laughs> I know a code U and a code V. But what is a what is the code for a number two? Hmm. Is there uh, what one did we call it a code brown? It was what was it? It code was v. um. Which means there's poop on the walls. I believe it was a code B. It's it was so bad you blocked it out of your. Head. I, mean, I can't even remember. I don't yeah, it, you. you're right code on code B, B and code bowel. U. Um, blood is a BBP because that stands for uh, blood bloodborne pathogen. pathogen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I know it's like, would you rather clean up poop, pee, or blood? Like, hmm, oh, let me, called, let me spin the wheel. <laughs> yeah, I remember it now, and I don't know why it's called this, but it's called a code H. Okay. Okay. And I could not tell you why. Now that you're saying that, I remember, I remember someone telling me that. I just can't remember what it was. So, you know, you've probably seen some things. Mm-hmm. So what are some things that you've seen? And this could be during a festival time, during whatever. As you're, as a custodial cast member, like you, you've got to come across, because all, all walks of life travel to Disney, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. I want to hear a little bit of something you haven't been able to unsee as a custodial <laughs> cast member. I just, I'll just say it this way. Everything that we just mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll see that anywhere and everywhere you can think of. Mm. Not just in a bathroom, not just on a trash can. Was it typical for you to see that stuff that, like on a shift? Like, were you like, hey, I know I'm working today. I'm probably going to see all of that. For the most part, yeah. That is, just, that is just wild to me. Yeah. Um, I will say, every time I walk into a bathroom, though, at Disney, like, I just want to hug the custodial people. I like, do. I, I feel do. bad. I, and I always try to look at them and say, thank you. And I'm always like, how are you doing today? Because I feel like there's so many people walking in and out that don't give them the time of day. And that really upsets me. And some of them are the, just the nicest people you'll ever meet or talk yeah. to or work with. Yeah. On the plus side, though, what's nice about, I would assume, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, about being in that position is if you're constantly moving, you probably get to see a bunch of cool stuff, too. I mean, I doubt people are going to propose be proposing to each other near the restrooms, but when you're when you're walking around, uh, and I know maybe this is at night, so on a closing shift, maybe as things were wrapping down, but I would imagine you probably heard the fireworks a bunch, and maybe they got oh, old. I saw, yeah, I saw illumination illuminations every single night. Yeah, yeah, and which I is like kind of cool. Like to me, that's yeah. that's nice. So uh, it really gave me more of an attachment to that show. Good. Okay. Yeah. So when it when it ended last year, it was actually really sad for me. A lot of people were excited to see it go. I was just like, wow, this is part of my it's like, part of your Disney life. career. It was a whole yeah. year. I am a fan of Epcot Forever, specifically the kites and the old, like the old school music, because I grew up on that music that they played during Epcot Forever. So, like, I do like it, and I'm kind of, kind of miss that show when it leaves. Yeah. yeah, I think it's, it's a really fun show. I hope it's still at Epcot once Epcot opens. Yeah, who knows? Honestly, whatever. <laughs> I haven't even thought about that. Like, what they're gonna do? Because yeah. it was supposed to leave like in the spring or summer. I think they I said think. summer. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, kind of a so vague who, time frame, but who knows? 
They're like, now it's never going to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to ask too, Nick, when the fireworks <laughs> shows and stuff came on, were you guys kind of allowed to sort of kind of hang out and watch it? Or do you feel like yeah. you had to be moving? Uh, for the most part, we were okay. always outside watching it somewhere. I mean, sometimes if you were a restrooms person, that was a really good time to get your rest your uh, restroom ready to go for the night to close. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I was usually always outside. Did you, as a custodial, ever learn how to do any of the street art with the water? I did not. When I didn't did really become get... a thing. I felt like that just sort of started out of nowhere, and then people. I'm are not like... too sure, to be honest. Because I'm like, did you have water in your? They, yeah, they put like a rubber band on their broom to make mm -hmm. it more tight at the end. And then they put water in their pan and then they, they use that to draw. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm not artistic enough to be able to do that. <laughs> we did a lot of pin trading, though. We had trash cans that we put pins on. <laughs> Wait, like you put like a lanyard around the trash can? No, they have, um, they have like, like a corkboard uh, thing, a corkboard yeah. like on all four mm -hmm. sides of it. And then they put a bunch of pins on. Are there trash related pins like are they and uh, not to sound ignorant let me rephrase my question because i've now i just i everyone is listening is like greg you're so dumb what i meant to say was like how i just showed you my trash can salt and pepper shaker do they have have you seen pins that are trash cans i don't think so but that's a really good idea do we need do to that. start that and i nick i'm sure you know how it works when you have an idea and you say it out loud at least when you're on the clock it automatically becomes the property yep, you don't you don't disney. own it disney owns it now. but when does it count during furlough and quarantine i don't know man <laughs> they'll have to contact my lawyer that i'm not on the clock right now i'm not yeah that i'm distinctive we're distinctively off the clock they basically said you're not allowed to do anything <laughs> that remotely resembles work until you're back so like I guess I'm, I shouldn't even be talking about this at all, maybe. <laughs> I'm breaking the rules. So um, you were custodial for that. What was your next role at Disney? I was there for the full year. Okay. And then once my college program came to an end when I couldn't extend any longer, yeah. I applied for part-time and full-time in a few different locations. Okay. And Asia Operations in Animal Kingdom accepted mm -hmm. me for part-time. So nice. I got trained at Rivers of Light first. Okay. Okay. And then I got trained at Expedition Everest. And then a few months went by, and I eventually got full-time and got trained at Cali River Rapids. Let me ask you about either of those two attractions, uh, mm -hmm. either Everest or River Rapids, because, and I don't know if it's the same everywhere, but, um, and this is something I always wind up asking a cast member, because this is something I learned from Nicole, my wife, who worked at Tusk Grouse, and she got like this whole background story on Harambe and the Africa section of animal kingdom so i'm curious during your either declamation or any part of your training did they ever give you like a backstory on either of those two rides or things that like you might not have known but they kind of tell you yeah to like help lot. you converse with guests and stuff do you remember any of those things a little bit so the story behind expedition everest is the trains that you ride on they're old t trains that go through the mountain mm -hmm. range mm -hmm. um they're not operating as t trains anymore they are mountain uh tours like that you're tours. going on yep okay so when you go up into the mountains you're actually obviously you get you see the the broken tracks because the yeti broke it and yep. then the yeti is basically chasing you through the mountain so it doesn't go as planned obviously yes and, and then over yeah i was gonna ask because the the cali river rapids the, i don't know of any storyline with that no, only because i've never really looked into it so like do you remember anything about that over there yeah, unfortunately, I don't remember the... Because Kali is not the name of the river that you're on. Okay. Um, I unfortunately can't remember the name of the river. 
But the river actually starts over at Expedition Everest. It's one of the waterfalls that you see. Mm. That's the start of that river, and then it flows down, and then you're going on a uh, rafting expedition. That's very misleading that it's not Kali River. Yeah, I I still (laughs) agree with that. Um, I believe it's, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it's the Chakranati River. Okay. I'll believe you. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, the whole whole storyline of Kali River Rapids is when you get to that point where, like, the trees are being cut down and burned, Okay. Um, it's supposed to like see like you're supposed to see all that and get like scared mm. about deforest about deforest. I can't say that deforestation. Word. Yeah. Yeah, that word. Um, <laughs> that's the whole point because you know conservation and gotcha. Kingdom. Okay. Right. It's a ride that guilts me and then gets me soaking wet. I'm a big fan. Now back up too because I wanted to ask when you switch over to part time or full time. I'm assuming you have to move out of your current housing. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah, you just I was in like have to get an apartment somewhere in order to stay. Yeah, I had some friends that were also staying, so okay. I lived with them for for a while actually. Yeah. Okay, cool. I wasn't sure how that transition worked, but I was like, I'm yes. sure they're like, uh, you got to get out. <laughs> On the college program, you're in Disney provided housing, and then once yeah. you're off the college program, it's and you're, you're assigned your roommates for that, right? Like they just for the most part, you can um, they have a system you can go through if you find people online that you want to live with, oh, or you cool. have friends doing the program with you. Oh, cool. You can apply to live with them. Is there like a Tinder for Disney college program roommates? <laughs> There's see um, now that you can invent Nick because that's not a Di- that yeah. wouldn't be a Disney owned and operated. Right. App. right. Mm-hmm. Back then when I did it, and I'm assuming now it, it was called Facebook. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. That's true. Fine. Fucking Zuckerberg. Gosh, yeah, but you can't. Of everything. You can't swipe on Facebook though. It's much more fun. There were Facebook. um there were groups. There would be like. Disney College Program Spring 2015. Okay. Yeah, and groups that you'd be in, sure. or like Fall 2016. Yeah, gotcha. that's smart. People asking questions. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I mean, that's kind of like in in college. Once I mean, roommates were assigned, but we would go find them on Facebook. Although to be fair, when I was in college, um, Facebook was literally just invented. Yes, I mean, it came out my freshman year of college. Yeah, but anyway. I- yeah. No need to date me. So and when you had to be in college, you had to, you be. had to be. You had to have a .edu email address, on Facebook. and it was thefacebook.com, not just facebook.com. Yeah. Anyway, who cares? So uh, I, I don't know. I get, I get curious when I talk to people who did attractions because, uh, again, I've never worked at attractions. So like, what would a, a normal day be like for you and when you're working on Everest? Like, I'm guessing they, I noticed that they tend to move people around quite a bit, so you're never in mm-hmm. the same post. Yeah, yeah, there's rotation. So when you clock in, once you first get there, you go to a computer um, and you, you log in and you click get assignment and it tells you there's a couple of different options. You could pick up an assignment that someone's not at right now, mm-hmm. maybe like a position that's not 100% needed. Yeah, You could get someone's break or bump out to go home and go replace them at a position or you could start a rotation. Okay. Gotcha. The longest you will ever be at one position or does it... It's, it's usually 45 minutes, okay. but... Sometimes it's quicker and sometimes it could be two hours. Yeah, I was always curious about that, like how long you could really, really be standing there. But I do like that even it's two hours. That's not as mundane as other. Yeah, you usually get a break around every two hours, usually. Okay. To me, that's awesome for Mm -hmm. you as a cast member because I've worked at a very much smaller, I know I mentioned this all the time, but I I used to work at an amusement park on Long Island and whatever attraction we were on, it was for the whole day. So sometimes eight or nine hours Mm -hmm. and eventually we started to kind of like lose your mind. So the the rotation, yeah, I mean the exact same thing. I mean, they're not big rides. There was like two people manning one attraction. That that was it. 
but that and sometimes you were alone so the only conversations you had were just with guests which is fine but anyway um after like hour three and four you start to like get a little it's possible you might get a little bitter you might kind of lose your focus you might lose your energy so the idea that you get to rotate a lot is i'm sure not an accident i'm sure it's for many reasons but maybe as a cast member you appreciate it because it's a change of scenery you're not hopefully you're not just becoming like I don't want to say bored, but like better at anything. So I don't know. I, mean, I could be wrong about that, but I would imagine you kind of appreciated the variety. Yeah, it gives you things to look forward to because a lot of the times you have like your favorite positions, yeah. or like your least favorite positions. So you're like, oh, I can't wait to go to this position next. What yeah. was your favorite position at Everest? Um, I really liked, it was called station assist. So you kind of stood behind the person that would ask you like, how many do you have? And then they tell you what row to go to. Okay. You kind of stand there and make sure guests aren't bringing in like drinks to the ride or if they have a wheelchair you have to take the wheelchair and push it over to unload gotcha you're you're basically just like someone there helping did you that's the one i feel like would be super tiring because when i'm watching these people i'm like how do they not get exhausted from yell they're you're literally screaming for like (laughs) the whole time you're there yeah it's loud yeah like you're having to be like okay two people go here go here all right now you and then people are like they don't know what's happening and so you're having to like re-explain yourself but i feel you like the whole time they're yelling so nick you mentioned that you that was you think you called it station assist right yes mm-hmm. so um part of your role then was to try to see if maybe a guest was bringing on a drink or something did you happen mm-hmm. to ever witness anything like what what are some things if you remember that guests were trying to bring on that you had to be like you can't you can't bring that on sorry sir like Starbucks drinks, okay. selfie sticks. Selfie sticks, yeah. Because sometimes that. they bring them into the park anyway. They smuggle them in. So you moved on from attractions in the Asia section of Animal Kingdom. And then is that yep. where you did guest, uh, guest experience team? Anything in between? I was there until, when was it? Fall of 2018. And then one night I received a mysterious phone call about a project that they're working on at magic kingdom and they okay. couldn't tell me much about it. But they're like, Hey, do you want to come over to magic kingdom for, for a few weeks during the busiest time of the year? And yeah, we can't tell you what you're going to be doing, but do you want to do it? And I yeah. said, like, I, I guess. Absolutely. I do. <laughs> yes. So, and yeah, that turned into the guest experience team. Um, okay. It was a pilot program. I believe it was like a five month or I'm sorry, a five week TA. Mm-hmm which I've been there for over a year now. So. Yes, and TA is temporary assignment. Just, I temporary know. assignment. I have no talking idea in code. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'll translate. I don't no know deal. the code, guys. I don't know the no code. No big deal. So if you um, are not sure what a guest experience team member is, what they look like, they're the blue shirts out mm-hmm. there. They have their own little sometimes podiums and luckily some umbrellas mm-hmm. to give you some shade. I've noticed that. Yes. And I'm hope, hopefully grateful for that. But they're there to help you with your My Disney experience or answer questions and stuff. Think kind of like the light version of what you'd need to go speak to a full guest relations cast yeah member. that's I my call idea it, uh, i call it diet guest relations diet guest re- yeah guest relations light <laughs> so what's a typical day like for you doing that so right now where are you currently well once you know once we're in the full swing of things where's mm-hmm. your uh position your yeah i'm i'm magic kingdom okay so you could be anywhere in magic kingdom yeah or- anywhere okay. you it's a kind of the same thing you go to the computer you pick up an assignment we don't have rotations that's the only okay. thing we you can either pick up one of the podium positions because mm-hmm. we have a podium in Main Street, Tomorrowland, yep. Fantasyland, Adventureland, and Frontierland. Or you could pick up one of those podiums mobile positions. So you're not uh, glued to that podium, yeah. but you can they walk around. As necessary. You can walk around, you can go assist. So Nick, how long are your shifts now? Just normal eight hours, or does it vary? Um, since we shifted to that 10 to 7 thing, um, my shift is 10 hours long every day, but I only work four, oh. four days a week. Yeah, okay. same. It's okay. awesome, right? Aren't four yeah, 10 hours days great? It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're long days, but three days off is wonderful. 
So what are some questions that guests have for you? Because I know like the general idea of what a guest experience team member is supposed to do. But like, you know, what's a, what's a typical day as a, as a get cast member? A lot of it is answering where the restrooms are, what time <laughs> shows are, where Pirates of the Caribbean is. Mm-hmm. Um, but then a lot of it's also... Where's a trash can? can? You're like, here, 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 and here. <laughs> yeah, so the guest experience team, we can also do DAS return times, disability access service. Yep. We can help set it up for them, or if they're not able to walk to the attractions to get the times, we can also give them the return time there. Is that for any... So if I approach you in Tomorrowland, are you able to issue that for a ride in Frontierland? Do you have to be in the yes. same land? Okay. Oh, that's good to yeah. know. Okay. Uh, what else? Uh, fast pass questions issues with multiple experiences mm-hmm. let's let's be honest not everything's perfect yeah yeah that happens yeah i feel like you guys always get flooded when there's like some an attraction has shut down and then people yeah. are like well i need to switch my fast pass and i want a free one and like all this stuff so i feel like you guys kind of get the brunt of that do you feel like that's true yes that's when like the the lines get real long where the guest people yeah are. whenever like, when a big attract like space mountain big thunder mountain railroad that's what we're there for so many people come up to us and ask how much fast pass costs Exactly. And you you're say like, twenty dollars cash well, and give it to me right 20, now. Yeah. You're like in twenty twenty one, there is gonna be a system where you do have to pay money for this. So I get that. Uh Nick, do you have people come up to you and ask you where the Hogwarts Express is or where the Hulk roller coaster is? It's gotta I happen, have right? Been like asked this Harry Potter questions. Yeah. One time someone asked me in Fantasyland, where do I get the butterbeer? And I said, mm-hmm. We don't have butterbeer here. Yeah. And they said, Well, a cast member sent me to Fantasyland for butterbeer. And they said like, it's in, and I'm like, no, we, what? Meant, probably <laughs> the LeFou's Brew. Brew. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like. That's what I think they yeah. were looking for. Not quite the In same. their minds, they were like, I don't know, I had Harry Potter on the mind. <laughs> 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 You're like, well, technically those people used to work for Disney, but. <laughs> you get a lot of people asking about, they're asking about Hollywood Studios, but they're asking, mm. they what comes out of their mouth is Universal Studios. Gotcha. Okay. And, uh, I, and I get okay. that. I could see that. So, Nick, let me ask you a question then. What is something you enjoy about being on the guest experience team? Uh, my favorite part about it is we're just out there to help guests yeah. really in any situation. So we're, just, we're there making things better for them. Because you yeah. see on TV all the commercials for Disney World and how it's mm-hmm. like this big, perfect, magical vacation. Yeah. And then as literally everyone knows, nothing's perfect. You get here, life happens, things go wrong. Yeah. A pandemic comes and closes yeah. the parks, you know. True. So, like, we're just there to, you know, clean up those messes. Okay. Yeah. I and like that's that. That's why I really. It's it's not a small role, and I and I it could be overlooked if you wind up not needing a guest experience team member. But if you think about that, you're in the middle of it, right? Like, you have mm-hmm. you're in a position where you could actually make or break someone's day, someone's vacation. I think that's kind mm-hmm. of a cool responsibility to have. Yeah, and, and it's uh, not just it's not just cleaning up those messes. Like, yeah. I've helped a lot with. Uh, gender reveals, pregnancy reveals, okay. proposals. Yeah. Just birthdays, a lot small, of things like that's that. That's not a small thing. Oh, wait, so do wait you, a second. People come up to you and be like, wait, can you help us? We, we're having a baby and we <laughs> want us. Could, do you, like, I need to know how they approach yeah, like, you because I would be so nervous know? to do that. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I remember one time we had someone come up to us. They had, I think, like those popper guns or something yeah. where you shoot it and confetti yeah, yeah. comes out, but security wouldn't let them bring it in. Yeah, so they were like, all. How did they get that through the game? <laughs> and they were all frantic about, like, what are we going to do? We had this whole gender reveal planned, and then we were able to help them get, like, I got, like, the balloon that's colored for the gender, and then, like, just a bunch of stuff for them to, like, announce. So, like, okay. we have, like, a box that they would open up, so when they open it, like, the balloon would pop up. Oh, that's so like, awesome. Oh, it's a boy. Like, yeah. stuff like that. 
Um, I've helped with proposals where like we can get PhotoPass cast members to come over and shoot it for them. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Do you feel like people are genuine in this role versus other roles you've been a part of that people are genuinely nicer to you? Or do you feel like you pretty much get the brunt of people's <laughs> anger? Yes and no. Yeah. When that's a bad situation, we're the ones that it's going to get taken out on. Yeah. Yeah. But when like, it's like a when it's a better situation, they're like they're so thankful that we thankful. exist. Have you been cussed at yet? All the time. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. In every role, even in custodial. Well, yeah, I would think so. <laughs> Which you're like, I'm cleaning up your crap, sir. How can you be cussing at me for this? <laughs> um, it's yeah. As a cast member, I haven't been cussed at, but as a working in a in a amusement park on Long Island, which a, with a bunch of people with New York attitudes, it was a fun. Yeah, I I'm loved like, well, it because that's to be expected. Our at this point. our guest service was not the same. Our actually, I'm not kidding. We were told to say no because the customer is not always right. Like we were actually said like. <laughs> Our policy was a no refund policy, and they when when they said no, we meant no. So we were allowed to literally say no to people, and it was great. But um, <laughs> I have, I mean, I don't know if you've experienced. I've had people physically threaten me. Like I worked at a bumper boat pool. Okay, so like I would be loading uh, our our guest onto a bumper boat, like you know, boat. And I had one. I had to tell the parent that their child wasn't tall enough to. And I was nice, by the way. I wasn't rude, but I did have to let the parent know their child wasn't tall enough to go on the attraction. And there was a height stick. You can't miss it. It's right there right. before you even get on the attraction. Um, it led to him threatening to to throw me in the pool, and I said, "Sir, you know it's about ninety five degrees out right now. Go ahead, throw me in the pool." And uh, he did not, and I got I actually got a, I didn't get a, a talking to, but he did report me. You're like, <laughs> like you're, you're threatening get, me. You got to get Dude, real most, low, I guess, to threaten someone at, to throw me into a pool. Like, yeah, I mean, just be nice. Kind just be nice part. to your cast members, right? I mean, yeah. like I could never come up to to a cast member, especially, and allow me to compliment you then because. I do really think that it is a evolved like species of human to want mm-hmm. to work in any type of guest experience or guest relations role, specifically at Disney, because yeah. the guest expectations when they visit our parks and resorts often are so high. Whether yeah. and, and it's for good reason, because this is like number one vacation in my mind, destination in the world, right? So they come in with really high expectations and they expect that kind of thing. And sometimes that boils down to or funnels down into a really specific moment that you as a guest relations or guest experience team member gets to help them with. And that's a lot of responsibility yeah. sometimes. So yeah. a- applause for you for doing the, the dirty work because like that, honestly, that it really is a big deal. And yeah. it is cool to see people out there like you that like enjoy it, smiling while they're doing it, helping guests with their um, proposals and their gender reveal things. Like it's, it's a cool thing mm-hmm. to get to be a part of. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you. Yeah. We, it's, it's a lot of fun to do. Um, here's a weird question. Do you feel like weather plays a part in, like in the hotter months, do you feel like people are just a little more angry? Yes. Because it's so hot. Okay. Yes. I would think that that, like in the cooler months, you're like, it's going to be, gonna be a great the, winter, you guys. The two main factors is weather and also like time of the year, like how busy it is, like yeah. Christmas yeah. week. Oh, God. Christmas yeah. week, it's not that hot, but it's just jam-packed so full busy. of people. Yeah. Weather. And then you get into February, it's not hot and it's not full of people. Yeah. Right. It's very enjoyable. It has to be the better yeah. months. I mean, even What's now, the- it's not bad. I was going to say, what's the longest you've ever had to spend with one, like, guest? Uh, I want to say going towards two hours. Holy moly. The guest experience team, we can't, they can't do everything out there on their own. We make a lot of phone calls to, to, like, people not in the park. Right. 
Okay. So then what's next step for Nick? What do you want to do? Is this, do you think like guest experience team is, is like where you feel most comfortable right now? Or like you look into the future at all? Right now, yeah. Actually, right before the parks closed that last week, I was in the middle of training for guest relations. Oh, okay. So I don't know what's going to happen with that now. Yeah. I'll put on a pause. Yeah, I was right in the middle of it. So is your goal, and I don't really know much about what guest relations team members do, but I, my understanding of the guest experience team is it's like kind of like a bench for guest experience because it's at kind least of, there's yeah. a cross there's obviously a lot of crossover in what you do when you wind up um probably making some good professional relationships doing that but um is your goal to be the type of like are you, are you trying to do uh tours and stuff like is that like a, a passion that you think you might have i don't think tours would be somewhere i would be okay um but i have been working on working up into coordinator and leadership gotcha okay because cool. based cool. on your tiktoks it seems like you could be a tour guide <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I could do it out there. Okay, it's a little bit different when you're in green hey, well, screen mode on TikTok. Honest, at least you're being honest with yourself. Yeah, I think I'm at the point now where I was like, I just people are like you should go work for Disney, and I'm like, I would probably kill everyone. So <laughs> I know myself well enough now to know that that's not a great like place for me to be working. Beth, allow me allow me to explain to you that you don't one. You actually don't even have to have a guest facing role if you want to be a cast member. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but the odds of getting into that right away. I mean, you're looking at them. I mean, I've only had two roles at Disney, and one of them was guest facing, and the other one wasn't. And I've been doing this yeah, now. But didn't you have a corporate job before you even came in? No, I, what I do now does not require any type of corporate. It doesn't doesn't even require a college degree. I, I don't. I want to minimize the work that I'm I could, doing. That's what I'm saying. I could do. I think I could work for Disney if I didn't have a guest facing role. Yeah. Because I just, I've done too much of that in my life. It's it ruined me for life. <laughs> I mean, my first one for the first, uh, I don't know, eight or 10 months of my Disney life was uh, driving the the DVC vans. But then I now work in a teeny tiny office and I never speak to guests and it is awful. And I can't wait. I actually can't wait to be guest facing again because that to me, that's the best part. And maybe that's a a good question for you, Nick. What is your, this is a deep question. So stretch if you need to put your arms in the air what if you had to choose or describe how you feel about it what would you say is your favorite part of being a cast member i would say you're part of those family memories that are being made Mm. like those memories growing up that i have coming to the parks with my family you're part you're you're one of those people making those memories happen for other families yeah you are playing a part in their disney movie basically whether it's small or big yeah yeah, whether you're taking their order at a restaurant, mm-hmm. changing a trash can, um, checking their lap bar, or right. helping them out in the parks, you're you're part of that. I feel like that's the attitude you really need to have in order to have those positions. Like, yeah. in a, like I don't know you very much, Nick, but uh, you seem like you have a lot of patience. I don't have patience, so that <laughs> that's why I'm like. <laughs> and I really think that patience is something I've gained. Yeah. Yeah. Here. Yeah. It's really, I think it's really cool to work for such a large company that is so important to so many people on so many different levels that like I learn, I don't know if you feel this way, Nick, like I learn about things that are going on from my job by watching the news, right? Mm-hmm. So like I'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure that when it's time for us to go back to work in the parks are opening, I'm going to hear about it first on the news before I see an official 
email or a phone call from my boss or anything. Isn't that like nuts when you think about it? I learned everything on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, or like someone. (laughs) So I learned about, I think like, I forget what it was. I learned about park closures like for this pandemic from someone's Instagram story before I saw it like on our internal email and our internal website. I got the email like a day later. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we did get it pretty much at the same time, but I wasn't checking my work email. You know what I mean? Like I was checking Instagram. And it's so, I think that that really speaks to how important how giant this thing is that like it's on the news you know what i'm saying like i think that's such a cool thing so it sounds like you're you're kind of the same way like i I really take pride in working for for such a giant and awesome company and i'm not just saying that because i'm on record but i really do enjoy being a cast member uh it is so far it's been the best thing that i've had in my professional life well, I got deep all of a sudden. I want to know what just I happened. Know, gosh, I feel like I got to <clears> tears. Get ready second. because when I watched the opening, I was watching some people who had vlogged the opening of Shanghai and I'm literally sitting yeah. there getting teary-eyed <laughs> watching those cast members get back to work and yeah. they're in a position where they're literally just standing there clapping and uh, like welcoming guests back into the park. Mm-hmm. I thought like, I can't wait. I just can't wait to get back to work even though I'm not in a guest-facing role just knowing that right. it is back, that we're back in the in the, in the the swing of things. So yeah, I'm really jealous of them. Yeah, and I, I I know it's gonna happen soon. We have Disney Springs opening. It'll up. be you guys yeah. next. Don't fret. I know, and then I then I think like I gotta go back to work. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I like, can't. Oh, it's been so nice. I woke been, up today at like I, I got out of bed today at like nine forty five in the morning. Like I gotta st- I gotta stop doing that now. Like what's that about? That's like me. <laughs> I'm thinking about making my hours a little bit later now. <laughs> like, yeah. can I just my hours a little bit? I've gotten used to, you know, going to bed a little bit later and sleeping a little bit later. You get used to it. I don't know. We'll have to see. Well, Nick, thanks for hanging out with us for a little yeah. bit. Thanks yeah. for chatting about uh, all your different roles with Disney. Right. I'm, I'm glad you talked about your guest experience team experience because I'll always try to urge anyone listening to this to be nice to your cast members, smile mm-hmm. and thank them. It is something that I try to do every day in the parks. And I know Beth is the same way. Saying thank you to the people who even just load you onto a ride when you go to Haunted Mansion and they say how many and I say two and they say fine here and I'm like and I would say thank you to them because it's such a it's got to yeah. be a thankless job. Yeah. So that's one thing I like about having cast members on and doing a cast member chat is we get to hear more about what their day to day is. Um, where can people follow you? I know you have an Instagram account, a TikTok account. If you want to have people follow you there, yeah, my uh, my Instagram account is my name. It's at Nick Merrick underscore. Okay, and then my uh, if you want to follow me on TikTok, it's just at Nick Merrick. Okay, I'll put that information in oh, the. Yeah. Uh, in the description of this episode so people will be able to okay. just click in a copy and paste. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us for a bit. And again, if you want to follow Nick on either Instagram or TikTok, you can see his information in our episode description. So as we wrap up this episode for the second time, now if you're sitting there thinking, <laughs> what do you mean the second time? Well, after Nick left us, and again, thanks, Nick, shout out. Um, we finished our episode. We talked about our Disney history. We chatted it up. We gave our Instagram names. Beth and I are ready to say goodbye to each other. And I'm like, oh my God, I never press record again. Yeah. So, so round two. The more polished version of this. If, that's, if this is considered polished, God knows what okay. the rest of this episode is. So, we'll see. hey, let's talk okay. about some Disney history. Hey, no, hey, Beth, I think you have the more interesting one. Do you want to go ahead I and love, tell us about Disney history? I love that you almost just called me Nicole. I, I did almost you call you Nicole. Whoops. Um, okay, I'm taking us back to 1973. There's a lot of stuff that happened this week in 1973. So Disney World's Tom Sawyer Island, the Tom Sawyer Rafts, the Plaza Swan Boats, and the Richard F. Irvine, which was um, Disney's Walt Disney World's second Liberty Square Riverboat, hmm. all first opened at the Magic Kingdom in Florida. A lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Um, I didn't, so obviously I know about Tom Sawyer's Island and the rafts, but 
the plan swat the plan the plan <laughs> the plaza swan boats i was like oh i didn't know this was a thing so basically they were boats that would take you around the hub off of main street there were 12 boats that were powered by natural gas engines um they originally wanted them to be electrical but that didn't work um but basically they had two jets of water below the hole and then it would like they could swivel 360 degrees so in my mind i'm thinking bumper boats yeah kind of like, i guess what i can see i don't know how many people would fit in these boats um, but this was an attraction that I guess it was kind of short-lived. Um, I mean, not short-lived to uh, like to them because that was what, like 10 years? Yeah, yeah I so mean, it, it hasn't been around it, since the 80s, but... Yeah, it closed in August of 83. Wow. Yeah, and then the Irvine was the second riverboat. So the Admiral J. Fowler was the first riverboat. Um, and this one was named after Dick F. Irvine, who was a set designer with a degree in architecture. And he started working at the Disney Studios in 1942. And it was essentially one of the early Imagineers, if you will. Wow. So then I guess he deserves a boat. Yeah. Fair, that's fair enough. We'll give it to him, whatever. Um, I kind of wish that they would do... I know they can't now because of the way it's the way they had to do the updates for that area because of the hub expansion. But I would kind of like to do a swan boat tour thing. I know. I'm like... Question is, where are these swan boats? I wonder if they're in the archives. They could have been, maybe they've been repurposed in some way. Who knows? You never know. Um, I'm going to take us way back, all the way to the year 2015, for one of the few 24-hour days that Disney did. This one was a particular celebration. It was the coolest summer ever, which I'm sure was to line up for, uh, lined up with Frozen, I want to say. Because if it was oh, coolest summer, I'm sure they were talking about that. Coolest summer ever. Coolest summer I would love ever. to find some kind of um, uh, advertisement for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure one exists. But this was one of their 24-hour parties that they did. So um, you could enter the Magic Kingdom Friday morning at 6 a.m. And you'd be able to stay there until Saturday morning at 6 a.m. And what you guys didn't hear was we were talking about this on our thing that wasn't recorded is, would we actually do that? Like, would I actually yeah. stay a full 24 hours? And I think ultimately the answer is no, <laughs> but not because I'm not dedicated. That's just a long time. I would definitely go out for open, yeah. take a break, come back, you know, to, I think it'd be cool to be there at like two, three, four in the morning, you know? I know. I think the more that I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't know, Doug and I, if we were to do this, we would have to make the decision. Like, are we going to like go balls to the wall here yeah. and like press on and just do it? Cause like, yeah. when are we ever going to do this again? Or would we do kind of what you said, where it's like you kind of go in the morning, maybe you take a break in the middle of the day, and then you come back and you're there all night. Yeah. When it's cooler. I don't know. I think that we would, it would be like a game time decision for us. I just think it would be cool to be Just there, to like. be like, we did it and we didn't leave. Like, we would do it just for bragging rights. To yeah. be like, we're there and we never left and we had all of our meals in the park. <laughs> it was amazing. Like, we never we went to the dead. bathroom. We just wore diapers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we would be dead after that. But, be dead. you know. Um, to leave us for today, I do have a quote. And instead of choosing a quote from a Disney character, from a movie or a TV show, I went right to a source, if you will, with Mr. Walter Elias. Now it is what brings us together today. Is that not what it <laughs> That's is? That's not Sorry. the quote. Not today, <laughs> anyway. Not today. So uh, I picked this quote because it is something that is probably on our minds a little bit because we're in week, I don't know, nine of this. Nine? pandemic thing and i'm going off of what you say because i feel like we went into quarantine at the same time it's around there yeah we've just gotten back oh from disney gosh. when we went into quarantine so yeah. i'm like whatever greg says that's how many weeks it is also i'm following you and your weeks because that's how many weeks is getting added to my annual pass yes. which i'm totally okay with <laughs> yeah because as you know my work stopped when the when disney basically closed down so 
Um, and it is easy to worry about what's next, what life is going to be like on the other side of this. Some states are reopening. Florida is one of them. And maybe you live in a state that's partially reopening. So a quote from Walt Disney. Why worry? If you've done the very best you can, then worrying won't make it any better. <laughs> something to think about. Think about if you're going to use your energy for something, maybe it won't be for worrying. Maybe you put your your energy into something more positive, something that'll move you forward instead of backwards. Something to think about. Yeah. And something else that I thought was kind of profound today, that I was listening to um, a press conference that they're doing in our state. And they were talking about like the new world versus the old world. And yeah. I'm like, that is just really weird to think about that. They were like, well, in the old world, you could blah, 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 blah. But now that we're moving into the new world and I'm like, that just seems this, really some Pocahontas crap. Yeah, I know. It's really weird to hear them like put things in those terms. And I'm like, I mean, they're Oof. not wrong, but yeah, man. it just kind of hits you hard. Have you seen that commercial? Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's on Hulu that I've seen it. I feel like I've seen it on Facebook, but it's a commercial of a woman who was born when the flu first came. No. When this like all happened when the flu first like happened. Yeah. So she's like over a hundred years old or something. Holy no. She talks about how her mother was pregnant during that time, gave birth to her like during the whole scare. And now she's going through it again. Oh I was like, gosh. that's insane that they found somebody that's been through that. Two big going through things. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, if you want to follow us on Instagram, our show account is at that park life podcast or my personal account is at the Disney Greg. Or you can find me at the healthy hot mess. And we would love for you guys to keep up with us on the Instagrams to find out when we're doing our next live shows because we've had a really good time on the live yeah. shows. It's just a different energy. You can tell like we're yeah. live. So I have, I have to behave a little more or maybe very misbehave. Unedited, very yes. unedited. Very unedited. <laughs> you can see what we look like and not just what we sound like. Yeah, you never know. We get to incorporate trying, you. Yeah, I'm usually trying not to look so homely because I'm like, <laughs> okay, people need to know that. I mean. I don't look as homely. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite things about the live show is that we get to bring on our listeners. We have listeners either chat in with topics or play. We got to have some uh, be contestants on the match game with Dan yeah. and Todd and you. And we had Nicole sit in for a round. Um, so keep an eye on our Instagram accounts to see when the next one is. Or head over to that Park Life podcast, which will ultimately have the link to get to it. Or it's always in our bio on Instagram as yeah, well. Yeah, you can check out our old ones. Yeah, too. the replays are available on our YouTube channel. You can find them just by going to YouTube, searching that Park Life podcast. Um, um, if I, I do. Sorry, I do want to interrupt you here and say that yeah. um, just so everybody knows, I give all the credit to Greg for all the cool stuff that he does on the lives because that's not me at all. That's all him. So, well, you know, it's a it's all a of the cool team. little graphics and the things that you see on the board, all Greg, but it's really cool. So you get to, well when you have nine weeks to learn you get to you get to learn some right. cool tricks right yeah don't expect that when we're out of quarantine i guess yes, is what you're it's bare bones we're barely even gonna have a podcast then <laughs> um if you're feeling inclined and feeling generous today head over to whatever podcast platform you use and leave us a review um you know a five-star review is great and even greater is to leave a little bit of a blurb as to uh you know how we're doing which a little hey like. hey and a whoop whoop a little hey hey and a whoop whoop <laughs> Uh, anyway, that's all from us today. Thanks for listening. Another shout out to Nick for joining us today and on another cast member chat episode. We do really yep. appreciate it. We'll talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye. I hope you recorded it. Take two time. was a su success. I recorded it. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>